Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Tom. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? Uh, Ryan, today is going absolutely fantastic. Here in Nashville, New Hampshire, it is a beautiful fall day, my favorite season. Say it's about 60 degrees and the sun is shining, so I am eager to get outside as soon as uh, we share some thoughts today. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. There's a lot I want to cover in these 15-ish, 20 minutes, and so I'm going to dive right in. So what's really cool is that I know you're you're a meditation instructor, and you're actually one of the instructors on Insight Timer, which is the app that I use, and so that's really cool. I'd like to learn learn more about that, but let's... And I want to talk more about your business, because you make your living around meditation, which I find really fascinating. But let's just uh, start with my my typical question to start off with is, you know, who you are, what you do for a living, which I kind of just said, right. and give us a win happening in your life right now. Well, I am Tom Walters. I'm a meditation instructor. And it's funny, I had a guest on Zach uh, a couple of years back, and they said, you know, whenever we ask anybody who they are, they automatically go to what they do. So if I, that is what I do, but who I am, a person who enjoys uh, connecting with other people, helping people find their power, helping people find their calm. These are things that are very important to me. Grew up in the uh, South Shore of Boston, right on the coast. So had a very full life there and continue to have a full life here. And meditation, much like what you said, is my passion and is probably one of the most impactful aspects of my life uh, to help me stay grounded in the day-to-day, and also understand what is outside of the day-to-day, uh, the more spiritual aspects of my life as well. What about a win? Anything come to mind? Just living my life the way I like to live it. Like every day is a win. I think that comes from my mindset. It's just like what we see in the world, what we experience day-to-day is just a, just a small portion in my perception of what is happening in our lives, uh, both spiritually and so a win for me is just waking up refreshed, calm, peaceful, and knowing that I am part of everything. And good for you for, you said that every day is a win. I'm sure that took some intentional effort to get your life to that point. So good for you for taking action. Thanks. So what do your mornings look like? My morning routine is, mornings are the, my favorite part of the day, as I'm sure they are for you as well. But when the alarm goes off, and I don't even have an alarm that's up. I've got a, an app on my phone, it's called Sleep Cycle. And it basically gives me a half hour to wake up. And basically, by my jostling or not jostling, it lets me know when I'm in a lighter stage of sleep. So when I'm in a lighter stage of sleep within that half hour window that uh, that I give it, it gently, quietly wakes me up. So once that goes off, I literally just lie in bed for about five minutes, not closing my eyes. In fact, the exact opposite. I just bring myself to this moment, this day, and just look around the room centering myself in the here and in the now. After that, I grab my journal and write down five things that I'm grateful for from the previous day, five wins or victories from the previous day, and five goals that I'm working on currently. Once that's done, I study Italian for about uh, 15 minutes, get out of bed, throw on some sweats, take a walk down uh, through the woods to the soccer field at the university where I meditate for about 20 minutes, come back, and then start my day. Sounds great. Did you say study Italian? Did I hear that right? Yep, you did. <laughs> First on my show. It's amazing. Oh, no way. All these guests, and I'm still finding new things as part of morning routines. Fascinating. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So let's go to meditation. How'd you get so much, so into it and, and build a business around it? What what led you to this point? Well, it's very interesting. When I think back on all the different careers that I've had in my life up to this point, I never thought that I'd be teaching meditation, but it seems right now there is nothing in my meditations. There's I am couldn't be any clearer about what I am supposed to do on this planet, why I'm here. I've been meditating for over 40 years. When I was 18, my mom was teaching meditation to people in the community in Duxbury, where I grew up. And uh, for whatever reason, I don't know if she thought I was too young, but uh, and I was actually, I was like 16. She'd hold these meetings and she'd say, uh, we're going to be meditating. I'm like, can I join you? She's like, well, right? No, probably not right now, sweetheart. So I'd be uh, outside the door, just like listening intently. And for whatever reason, she acquiesced and uh, maybe she thought I was uh, mature enough or old enough to experience it. And uh, so I became part of that group and I learned meditation there. And uh, it's been with me for over four decades. And uh, it's changed. Of course, my meditation practice has changed and morphed and uh, continues to grow much like I am. And now I just can't think of a day without meditating. Just the bliss and the peace and the connection that I feel every day because of it. I didn't realize it was part of your life for that long. because that makes sense. In terms of like your mindset now through, through 40 years of meditating, when you're hit with an issue, a challenge, something just throws a curveball at you, which we all get, you know, it's just, that's just life. How do you handle it personally? One of the things that my meditation has been uh, helpful in helping me deal with is just understanding the big picture. I mean, from a physiological standpoint, when I'm totally feeling that I'm kind of stressed or a little tense, I take myself away from wherever I am and uh, just take four nice, deep breaths. I don't meditate per se, but that four deep breaths are the beginning of uh, many meditations. And that's because when we take nice, deep breaths, activating our diaphragm, we are triggering the relaxation response in our brain. So part of your brain says, oh, okay, whatever threat was there is now gone. So let's just bring the heart rate back down, the breathing down, bring the blood back to our fingers and toes. and uh, we realize we don't have to fight anymore. So my big, biggest strategy is just remove myself from whatever's going on, take those deep breaths and reconnect. And if I do have time to meditate wherever I am, whether I'm in the car or in the woods, or uh, then I'll definitely do that. Not a full 20-minute meditation like I typically do, but just five minutes here, five minutes there. And uh, helps me regain composure. And much like we were talking about earlier, it's the ability to see the big picture. So... There's nothing on this planet short of my you know, family or friends that are in, you know, whether their health be in jeopardy or their life is in jeopardy, that means anything to me. And I don't mean that to sound glib, but I think many times we get so focused on one aspect of our life, whether it be business, whether it be uh, health or whatever, and we think that this is the, the focus of our entire life. And when we do that, if things go outside of what we want, uh, then we can get unraveled pretty easily. But I just basically say that I'm here now and whatever's happening is happening and whatever will happen or is happening to me is for my growth. So I just hunker down and get calm and bring myself into this moment and, and deal with whatever's going on. I've had a similar experience. So I haven't been meditating as long as you, but I found that meditation for, you know, for those listening that might be considering doing it, maybe this will be helpful, but I found that, yeah, it definitely slows me down. The gratitude practice, practicing being present, you know, that all, you know, I'm trying to create habits out of that. I mean, the gratitude practice is already habit, but like being present combined with the meditation, I find that I just, I'm able to like, because I had a couple of things personally and professionally, because some curveballs thrown at me recently, didn't throw me off my rocker too much. You know, I was like, eh, okay. 
and just deal with it. I was able to like pull my, separate myself from the actual event nice. and then just focus on, okay, what do I do next? I didn't get all flustered like I normally would in, in years past. So that's what I found. It sounds like it's a similar experience. Yeah, I definitely can remember. I mean, it's so funny because like I said, I've been meditating for quite some time, but my meditation practice has morphed. And But I remember when I first started meditating, I needed everything to be absolutely quiet. And believe it or not, if I was somewhere and noise kind of became present, I'd be like, ah, damn, I can't meditate now. And I'd just be in awe. <laughs> but now it's uh, noise or sound as part of my meditation. So nothing, I could be anywhere and meditate. One of the other things that helps me in those situations, getting back to your question real briefly, is that I have a feeling that, or I have a belief that there is our human self and our higher self. Our human self is our day-to-day life and our human body, but we are connected to something much grander, whether it be our soul, our higher self. And I'm of the perception that literally everything that happens in my life is of my own creation, whether it be my human creation or my soul's creation. And I am brought to different situations to learn and to grow. So if something is challenging, then I'm like, I created this and there's something that I'm going to learn from this. So I just write it out. I 100% agree with you. That's such an important mindset shift. I'm rereading a book called, uh, uh, God, I always, I always butcher this, Celestine Prophecy, Celestine Prophecy. Oh my Prophecy. God, yes, great book, great book. Yeah, and it's sort of similar to what you're talking about. I'm like halfway through the audio. So yeah, really important mindset shift. So I want to go to business for a second because uh, we are, we're getting close to, to our time together, but I got, yep. I got some more questions I want to ask you. So I want to go, I want to go to business. Before we get off the meditation topic, someone's listening, they don't meditate. They don't think they can because they, get, because they can't sit still or quiet their mind. I know you probably get this question all the time, but I, I've got to ask it because I'm sure it's on people's mind listening. Number one tip for getting started is it just just do five minutes is it or, or is it something else? Yeah, absolutely. And it is the question I get asked the most. It's one of my favorites because uh, absolutely positively, everybody is able to meditate. And one of the things that I think trips people up right from the get-go is that like I can't clear my mind. I'm like, well, that's not meditation at all. Meditation isn't about clearing your mind because if you have a clear mind, then you're probably not alive. (laughs) Our brain creates thoughts. Meditation is about training our mind to be fully focused on one thought or one focus to the exclusion of all others. So if a thought comes in, we don't rail against it. We don't disavow it. We just accept it and let it move on. So meditation is about becoming one with our thoughts and uh, seeing our thoughts. Getting rid of that perception of that clearing your mind is the first thing. But to your point, absolutely start with two minutes of just sitting and noticing and um, just keep uh, small increments and just keep going and going and going and obviously building up as you go if that's what you want. I mean, there, the thing about meditation is there, there are no set rules. People are like, oh, am I doing it right? I'm like, if you've made the intention to sit still and turn inwardly, then you've done it right whether that means your mind is flowing with thoughts or not, you're getting it done. So be patient with yourself, kind with yourself, start off small and realize that thoughts are a part of life and uh, you'll never get rid of them. Meditation is about learning how to deal with those thoughts. I like what you said. That was funny. Like if you're, if you're trying to meditate and you're having thoughts, it's like, congrats, you're alive. It's the yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> Let's go to businesses. This might be my last question, but we'll see. We'll see how far deep we go into this to this question, and then you'll wrap up with telling everyone how they can learn more about you. So you get Zen Zen Commuter. I find it. I find it fascinating. It's your passion, meditation, but it's your business too. It's how you support yourself. I find it really fascinating. Um, I know you have courses. 
your instructor on insight time, or you have a couple other revenue streams. So how do you structure your day? What does a typical day look like for you? So for me, I am probably the most regimented meditator. <laughs> you would know because uh, when it comes to my business, when I have, uh, there are a couple of days that I do traditional work, I, uh, processing payroll. That's just another revenue stream. But for the most part, all my income is coming from Zen Commuter and all the other things. But when I'm in my own space, when I have my own days, basically, I just set a timer for 50 minutes. And I work for 50 minutes, take a break for 10. 50 minutes, break for 10. And in that time, obviously, just um, whether it be marketing, whether it be recording the shows and Commuter and Common and 5, just on task for those 50 minutes and making sure I give myself uh, a break uh, for those 10. And in those 10, it's not much of a break because then I'll set the timer and I'll uh, do dishes, fold laundry, things of that nature. So I'm always going, but having that regimented block of 50 and 10 really helps me out. And um, I know that my value isn't based on what I produce, which is contrary to most uh, corporations and most uh, businesses, but I just stick to what I know is going to be most beneficial for my listeners and for my uh, students and then go from there. A lot of content creation, it sounds like, which makes sense. You get the podcast and the courses and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you update the courses frequently or is it sort of like you're creating new courses to supplement the existing courses? The courses are pretty evergreen, which is great. They're not locked into a time frame. You can use them at any time for any any level of meditator, whether it be beginning or advanced. Uh, the one I'm working on right now is, uh, coincidentally enough, for business. Uh, how to use meditation in the business world and the corporate world to become more creative, more focused, but also be more emotionally intelligent for dealing with difficult peers or supervisors and just maintaining that sense of calm throughout the workday, which I think is a challenge for many, many people. You know, I do professional training, Valentine, my family's marketing agency, and maybe uh, let's talk offline. Maybe we'll, we'll have you on for an hour training around meditation. Absolutely. I'd be honored. All right. So I do have one last, we have time for one last question, cool. about a minute left. And, uh, but it's a big question. It's the whole meaning of life. It's a personal question because your meaning of life is different than mine, different than everyone listening. But through, through the lens of, of Tom, what's the meaning of life? The meaning of life is to connect to the aspect of ourselves that transcends our humanness. And it's my perception that we are all in human form. We chose to inhabit human form to learn some things that we knew when we were not human, meaning that love is all there is, love and light. And happiness for me and the meaning of life for me is helping people understand that, reconnecting with that divinity, with that whatever that is, whether it be religion, whether that be spirituality, whatever, and helping people understand that they are grand, they are divine. And the meaning of life is to go through life, finding it for yourself, but also more importantly, or equally important is to helping other people as well. Service to all is one of my greatest passions. Excellent answer. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Thanks for everything you shared. If someone wants to learn more about you or connect with you about meditation, where should we send them? Yeah, I think the best place would be out uh, to my site, zencommuter.com, uh, Z-E-N-C-O-M-M-U-T-E-R. So many times uh, watch that spell check as it puts in Zen Computer, <laughs> but zencommuter.com. And definitely uh, listen to the podcast, Calmer in 5, and Zen Commuter on wherever you listen to your podcast. I would say I'm on many socials, but pretty much just Instagram. I'm not a, even though I know it's very important, 
for me, it's much more important to connect with my audience via email, via phone, than trying to rack up tens of thousands of followers who kind of care or kind of don't. <laughs> so ZenCommuter.com and uh, listening to the show, ZenCommuter and Comrade 5. Thanks, Tom. You got it. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.